Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Um, we were joined by Levi Roots yeah. of Reggae Reggae Sauce fame. What a guy. Yeah, nice guy. guy. Um, Gave us a bit of an exclusive, I think. Yeah, I think he's yeah exciting news in, from uh, Levi, him. amongst other things. Um, we also spoke to Sam Avery, uh, who is a comedian uh, and an Evertonian. It was one year to the day that Sean Dyche took over at Goodison. It was also the day that Sam had his vasectomy <laughs> yeah, and still came on and saw still us. Still came on. Very yeah. nice. Very nice for him. Um, I got a text off the back of that from oh, John yeah. that I didn't read out on there. John oh, Oliver, a oh, yeah. Sunderland fan. John said, Paul, can I give some Sam some advice? Plenty of rest after the vasectomy. Um, after I had mine, I went to the pub and watched England versus Costa Rica in the 98 World Cup. <laughs> After the game, I could hardly walk, and on my return, showed my wife the affected area, which had swollen to the size of oranges. No sympathy, and she laughed all night. <laughs> Half-time oranges. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. So if Sam is Here listening to the podcast... Sit down, Sam. Sit down, Sam. It, it could get a delayed Sit down, reaction. Sam. That's a nice little that phrase for you, nice. Oh, sit down, Sam. <laughs> um, so that... What else did we do? Oh, we had a chat. Yeah, we did. You we got involved. Oh, yeah, we, talk, we talked to the CEO of uh, Hull FC, the rugby league team, about their new mascot. We think we may have found a name for their um, radiator mascot. Anyway, here it all is. everyone good afternoon charlie good afternoon Ma- uh, good afternoon paul Ma- man carrying fridge is really and nearly arrested is the, really the start to a two ronnie's joke isn't it <laughs> it's got to be it's got to be something in there a man I've got, has I've been got, uh, i've got yeah. to do a show at the moment so i can't think of what the punchline is but okay. if anyone wants to come up with that okay they can if very like, very well because it really did happen to one of our guests yeah so uh, yeah. and also i'd like to uh, give you give an apology first time i've been on air since uh, the cricket uh, finished on oh, yeah. sunday which was obviously absolutely sensational it was wasn't it uh I would like to apologise to Tom Hartley, okay, and his whole family, yeah, yeah, and all his friends for. We saying, spoke to a couple of them yesterday, saying actually. he'd had an absolutely terrible start, should never yeah. play for England again. You suggested again. a cool topic, which <laughs> was what was your nightmare debut? Yes. I think you went a bit early, Charlie. <laughs> went a bit early. On. You I didn't que- take into account the four or five days. I questioned his hairline. I said he needed a. a, a I didn't a, a hear you th- do that. You sure you did that on air? You th- seem to be apologising for things you didn't actually say <laughs> on air. Thin intervention. I was suggesting right. that someone needed to get in there, you know. Right. But uh, Tom Blimey, Hartley, you really went I really to went on. on I don't know why. Did I was this about? Saturday morning with Max? As my wife said, I, I Max took. Max is very much hashtag be kind. I wouldn't surprise you. No. Get away with that. I took a gin him, but I don't know why. And he's taken seven for sixty. He something. seems like a good lad. You've seen seems him like dancing on the table lad. at Ormskirk Cricket Club. No, I haven't seen that. Singing, yeah, that. I want to dance with uh, Tom Hartley. It's brilliant. Oh, Playing nice. In his end. Oh, I'll find that. He sounds yeah, like a good, a good it went lad. Viral yesterday. Yeah, we spoke to 
the uh, president of the club yesterday, okay. Ormskirt, one of his old coaches, and we had a chat with his uh, skipper at Lancashire. I didn't actually well. catch so We had a bit of a Tom Hartley love like Charlie, well, to counter all your wow, vile all abuse. Vile. <laughs> you trolling and Andy Jacob. Trolling Tom Hartley. You said he was a kind of village bowler. <laughs> Even, even I mean, Andy went in oh, harder yeah. than I did. Yeah, I mean, based, nice. you know, because everything in sport is knee-jerk, isn't it? That's what yeah, we're all yeah. like. You know, we should we should maybe wait the four or five days and trust the process. I like what he said. He said he was tonked for six of his first ball. He yeah. said it's not the first and he won't be the last, yeah. which is actually absolutely true for a spin bowler. They asked him. I thought he said, great. They said to him, what was it like when that happened in that first over? And he said, "We th- I thought, Blimey, this is hard work. <laughs> I thought it was a good response. Yeah, very nice. Now, so anyway, fu- future England legend, obviously. Yeah. Um, now we will. Um, we both watched a bit of Senegal. Um, yeah. Ivory Coast last night. <laughs> One on penalties by <laughs> the host great. Ivory Coast. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm disappointed for Senegal, but it does mean. Pap Sars on his way back and probably play oh, on the weekend yes. against Everton. And he so scored, he scored claimed, his penalty, didn't he? Paul? He did score his penalty. But the the moment in the game which I think dumbfounded us both, and indeed many people around the world, was the decision by the referee to not award a penalty and wait for VAR to put basically players one on one with the keeper, goes into the keeper, yeah. keeper charges out, no one cleans him out, yeah. cleans him out to the point where he almost does a somersault. Yeah. Completely wipes him out. Six nations had started early. Oh, it was like remember Boris Johnson when he played in that Sport Aid game, what UNICEF match. Oh yes, it was like it was like that. It was just took (laughs) took the guy's legs away. His legs come up, they nearly go over his head. So the referee, he's not having it. He books the player who complains has been fouled. I don't mean it's for a dive; it's for the protest. Okay, but then VAR take a look at it. They they are saying. Yeah, Pierre, you might want to have another look at that. Uh, I mean, it was staggering. Yeah, really but anyway, the referee it. is called Pierre Achu. And oh, it yeah. struck me, those <laughs> names that, I mean, how, how often does, I mean, he goes to a game, he's from, uh, two things. What is, where is the bar set in Gabon when you play football there? That's not a foul. <laughs> yeah, 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 That's not a foul yeah, yeah. in the Gabon no League. Foul, play on. Wow. Must be like <laughs> Boca River every week. And you're Never saying that tackles. when they read his name out over So he the must tannoy. go in and say, love to meet you, Pierre. Sorry, what's your surname? Achu. Oh, bless, bless you. you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, that's not the first time I've heard that, mate. Um, which I imagine he'd say in French. Yeah. But he must be, it's one of those. Yeah, I, for a couple of years in my youth, I lived in Ware in Hertfordshire. Oh, where? And they say, wait. <laughs> Still annoys me. Um, but exactly that. Yeah. So you'd say, um, where do you live? And I'd say, oh, where? And they'd say, oh, where? Yeah, that's just yeah, yeah. honestly how witless is that? Sorry, Charlie, with respect. Oh, well, you know, but you fine. were doing not, it for not a, the first time. You were doing it for effect, weren't you? <laughs> yes. really? You knew what I was, I was trying going to do. The joke. you knew where yeah, I was yeah, going yeah, with yeah. it. So anyway, all we're thinking is um, it always elicits the same response. You may live somewhere, you may have a, a name that always elicits that response. You think I know it's coming. They've yeah. asked me the question. I'm Pierre Atchu. I know I'm going to get bless you. There's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> the rest of your life. So go on yeah, then. Yeah. Talksport.com. Text eight. 1089 nice. tweet TSHNJ. We've got some nice suggestions coming in already for oh, that we're going Should we keep them quiet until we speak to the yeah, chief exec? Think, we will. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, we'll so. run them all past the gaffer uh, later on and, and we'll find out what are they favouring uh, at the moment. It's a radiator, a new sponsor they got at uh, Hull FC. It's Adrian Durrance team, of course, uh, in the world of Super League Rugby League. And they've got a new mascot and it's a heating company. So they've got a radiator mascot. Lovely. They need a name for oh, it. Right. Not radiator. We're not going with that. They're not going for radiator. I mean, that's that's the obvious one. But anyway, 
We'll run them past uh, the chief exec yeah. later on. Um, Andy, uh, sorry, Charlie, you had something from a game you saw at the weekend. Oh yeah, I just oh, I just wanted to bring up this sort of player. I went to Torquay Worthing on yeah. Saturday. Uh, Worthing away, very nice little stadium, pool, yeah. nice ground, four G pitch, but quite a little, seemed like quite a nice one. Nice bit of the country, isn't it? They're a yeah. good side. Yeah. Worthing were a good side, yeah. well set up, energetic, yeah. young. Played in a certain style and it worked. They beat us 4-2. Right. Uh, we couldn't cope with them particularly well. Um, and they had a player. Yeah. Who was one of those. <laughs> one of those. I mean, you may have to as flesh a, that out a bit. As a crowd, <clears throat> you yeah. are just... On you are furious with them, right? Because they, he, was it a little lollipop? Quite cocky. Good. He was about five foot three, right? Little lollipops, low center of gravity, low center of gravity, in and out of our players. Yeah, scored two. You know, two good goals was given yeah. when we were giving him a bit. He was giving <clears throat> us the score yeah. with his fingers. Right, Cashman was his name. Right, Cashman. His, his celebration was flipping out the uh, out cash. You know, like really okay, like okay cash. But and he was just annoyingly good. <laughs> <laughs> Annoyingly good for the level. It, I tell you what, it was like a little like when you used to play in the playground, and yeah. one of the players was quite good. Yeah, and he would, could run in and out of you with a tennis ball or whatever. Just take the mickey out, take the mickey through your legs. And as a crowd, you know, he was giving it the crowd. And when the ref wasn't looking, he was giving it, you know, you know, yeah, ear and all that. Can, I can hear you. Oh. And what's the score and all that sort of stuff? Cashman was his name. He's playing, you did, but, but the thing is, Paul, you've not even dignified you go, him you're with You're playing a, for Worthing, mate. You've not dignified him with a Christian name. No, I'm not going to. He's just Cashman. Drifted a bit like down Flashman. the league. He's drifted down the leagues. Has he's dripped he, down where, the leagues. Have, he's found his level, Have you Paul. looked him up? Yeah, I've looked him up. Where did, where was he then, oh, before uh, you make these value judgments? Okay. He was at a higher level, <laughs> and they didn't want him. So he's dripped, he's dripped Charlie, down the league. Charlie, this is all feeling a bit personal, mate. <laughs> he's dripped down the league. Yeah. But I wanted to know names of other players that people have seen. That just right. get <clears throat> on your wick, get right. on your back, just you know. Just got on your just, back. Oh, just, just, I was furious with him because he was good as well. Right, yeah. Okay. Annoying players. So from, uh, Annoying if, players. If Cashman, I'm sorry, I don't know your first name, Charlie yeah. won't tell us, but no. if Cashman is listening, or the friends, the friends of Cashman, as I believe they're called, are listening today, <laughs> you only got under his skin, Cashman, because you were good. Yeah, but Take also, that away from too this good for the level. So it's national your radio shooing from Charlie <laughs> Baker, very bitter talking. Not a shooing, not a shooing. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of a shooing. Okay. If you want to give us some of those Cashman-like footballers, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSHNJ 0371722344. Those names or places or whatever that you know, it always elicits the same response. Spare a thought for Pierre Achu when he has to tell people what is... Can I just get a name? Achu. Oh, bless you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not laughing. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul's been Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. We mentioned uh, referee Pierre Achu, uh, who was in, who was from Gabon. He was refereeing yeah. Senegal, Ivory Coast. He has a very high bar when it comes to awarding penalties, less so VAR. But the reason we bring it up is that Mr. Achu is one of those people that whenever he says his name, people say, "Bless, bless you. you." Every it time, every time, the same response, and they look at him as if to say, "No one's ever thought that before, oh, yeah. have they?" First You've been person. telling us yours. My name is Steve Austin. And I have to assign into a lot of buildings I do deliveries in, and it's always, oh, six million dollar man, or indeed the wrestler. Are you stone cold, Steve? <laughs> He's stone cold. He gets a bit of actual, put the heating on for you. Maybe it's a good name for the radiator. 
Yeah, it's later not, on. Yeah, stone cold. <laughs> stone cold. That's not a work, good work. I mean, if you're a company in the radiator, trying to central sell. heating business, you're not going to call the mascot stone cold, oh, are you? Lukewarm. That's a good one. And for a minute, that's not good either. Luke Wall. Piping hot, possibly. Is that. <laughs> I take it you're not in the heating business in, or in marketing, are you? It's not my game, Paul. Call it Stone Cold or uh, Luke Warm. Um, anyway, you can keep those coming. Lee Chapman's been in touch. He said, I'm an insurance surveyor. And they say, oh, sorry, we're expecting Leslie Ash's husband. Oh, lovely, yeah. Doesn't always course, work yeah, out, very nice. So there yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it always elicits the same, same response. response. I own a pest control company. Every time I knock on a door, a commercial premises for their routine inspections and say good morning pest control i get oh can you deal with him yes can you deal with her please yeah. and they point to their wife or husband i have to fake laugh every time I'm that's tony it. spurs fan yeah, that's a good one and on a similar note the any midwives this afternoon may not want to get in touch i don't think we can read out the one you always yeah. get postnatally of no. course um of and we know it annoys you <laughs> as much as it does uh the person's partner. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Don't worry. Be happy. That's Levi Roots. Yeah. He's reworking the Bobby yeah. McFerrin classic. Instant happiness with this man. Indeed, yeah, yeah. He's popped into the studio to see us. Good to see you again, Lever. Yeah, Levi. respect. Yeah. Good to see you. Oh, you've just been telling you blindsided us. We were going yeah. to talk about the Bob Marley film with you because you brought out a reggae album, came in and saw us and chatted about that. We, 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 we talked about that. But um, you've got your own film coming out. You're, you've got a biopic of, of your story. Yeah, well, how, how do you do Bob Marley more than saying you've got your own film coming out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's absolutely fact. So I'm off to Jamaica on Friday. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the star of the show is playing Levi Roots, flying in from Hollywood and meeting me in Jamaica. Wow. And I'm going to be calling my mom, his mom, I'm calling him Levi. <laughs> I don't know I'm going to call myself <laughs> when, when I meet him. But it's just Brilliant and fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Because yeah, I mean, many people don't know your story, but you you kind of part of the Windrush generation. You yeah. came over, you lived in Brixton, yeah. in South London, and you know, you had your scrapes along the way. It's quite the story. I did, and, and you mentioned Brixton here, which I recently I've literally moved out of Brixton. I had to move using my car because I'm so <laughs> I'm so associated with the with the town yeah. that I didn't want people to think that oh he's got rich and switch. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden he's moving out because he's got famous and all that. So I used my BMW to move. It took us about six months yeah. to do, to yeah. do yeah. that. It's a bit like the, ra- the ravens yes, leaving yeah. the tower, Absolutely. isn't it? You know, and now I'm in the going. Shires where you know deers are running through my garden oh, and badges lovely. and stuff. Whereas before in Brixton it was other people running through the garden <laughs> but it's just absolutely amazing it's a dream come true so really. it's the story of your, your, so your early life living in London and yeah. then and then obviously finding fame with a reggae reggae source going into the Dragon's Den and, and stuff like that right? yeah who, who would have thought hey? I, yeah. I think when I when I talk to my friends now and, and, and you know I ask them out of all of us that used to spar together when I was in sound systems and in music yeah. the music was the main thing for me I mean, nobody thought that it would be me that, you know, made this journey. So it's absolutely fantastic when you can focus. I think Peter Jones really helped that. Yeah. I think if when you talk about mentors and having somebody to kind of yeah. help you along, because I slayed the other four dragons. Yeah. I killed them dead in here. <laughs> but I kept Peter alive. Because I don't think he invested in the source. Peter invested in Levi Roots. I, yeah. I the hardest yeah. bit of casting is find someone as tall as Peter Jones. I know, that's, that's the problem. Well, he knows who wants to play him. Every time I speak to him about it, he says, Levi, have Richard you got Osman, Justin Timberlake? 
Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Tall actor required. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's going to be amazing. Fantastic. Well, um, we'll, we'll, to that. we'll come back to that. Yeah, but that you are out. involved in a special green football weekend, Levi. Tell yeah. us more. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of the most inspiring things that I've been asked to do for a long time because I care about this planet, especially I'm a big sports fan also. Mm. And, I, and I do mm. think that especially football fans have the ability to help to change things. Yeah. So this is about sports and about your carbon footprint and about sustainability and saying to, to football fans in particular that you can help to make change as well too. I remember when I was a kid, my, my mom used to always say to me, eat, eat veg. It yeah. makes you fitter, run faster. And I suppose this is what it's about. It's not asking people to change their own lifestyle or anything like that. It's just to add one little thing in, mm. like one recipe a day. One recipe a day is the equivalent, for football fans, is the equivalent of 5.5 million cars off the road. Okay. If football fans was to choose just the one veggie recipes a day. So it really does make, make sense. And we know football fans are passionate about things. And it was great being at the launch at Wembley the other day. And it was absolutely great coverage. And I think people, people get it. You change yeah. your life up to change the planet. Well, you've got yourself big... Peter Crouch, maybe Peter Crouch could play Peter, Peter Jones. Jones. That'd be nice. He's got a black wig on him. He'd look nice. the part, wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, Joe Cole, Lindsay Hipgrave, Dale Vince, yeah. and you're all, you're all involved. And in there's one. a cookbook. There's a cookbook. Yeah. There's a cookbook yeah. involved, and I think people can get involved if they go to the website. It's greenfootballweekend.com. And we also had Robbie Savage as well too oh, okay. on, on the yeah. day, and he was brilliant. I didn't know which team he had played to Robbie because I hated Robbie when he was playing football, but he's so nice. Yeah. He's so lovely yeah. nowadays. <laughs> I, I gotta say that he was brilliant. And Joe Cole too. It was a fantastic day out. Yeah. Are you stuff. still are you still playing music? Are you, do you still get a chance to... Sort of... Well, you know, Paul, music has been at the heart of everything I do. Yeah. You know, I, I like to see my eyes through my guitar and through and through music. Because that was the first love. Hmm. I, I suppose when I got the chance to give the sauce a name, I, people were saying, oh, Levi, don't call it Reggie Reggie sauce. <laughs> you know, call it something like Levi's grandmother's a Scotch Bennett what the okay, sauce. Yeah, and yeah. I said, no, reggae is about me. You know, music is my first love and I wanted this. I wanted the investors not to invest in the sauce. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted them to invest in me and hence me giving the, the name of my passion. Yeah, you could, you could whack there. a load of the sauce on some vegetables. Yes, yeah, if you, you don't can. like the vegetables, yeah, whack yeah, a load yeah, of yeah, the sauce Well, you still have to be singing songs nowadays yeah. every time I make a recipe. <laughs> yeah, I write a, by the way, I'm, I'm missing Mr. Jacobs, but mm, you know, yeah, um, who isn't? but I couldn't find anything to rhyme with Jacobs. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy, but Baker is much easier. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Love to Mr. Mr. I'll let know you, you yeah, asked yeah. after him. You, the soundtrack for your uh, biopic movie will be interesting because we said you came and told us you, you kind of put a reggae compilation album together and we chatted about that. So are you going to have a hand in, in the soundtrack? Uh, not not musically wise, but I think choosing these yeah. iconic songs because yeah. again, when we think about the UK and the songs, especially the reggae songs, you know that that's massive and big in our lives. Yeah. yeah. For instance, we're gonna be licking like uh, Eddie Grant's Electric Avenue. Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Electric Avenue in Brixton is where I brought my all my ingredients. Where I shopped in those early days for the product. So I really do think that it's gonna give us a chance to to have a brilliant sort of a soundtrack yeah. to the whole aspect of British reggae. All the hits, all, the, all yeah. the big songs in reggae that we know has been in the charts. They will be in the movie, absolutely. Yeah, there was oh. uh, yeah, there was a great British reggae scene, wasn't there? I mean, it, all, all around the country. Not it it was, it was. And I think even when you think of Brixton and not just reggae, because Bowie, 
Bowie was yeah, born yeah, in Brooklyn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, so it gives us a chance to perhaps even tap into a bit of that oh. within within the movie. And so it's going to be filmed in London and in yeah, Jamaica as well. In Jamaica, because you mentioned the Windrush generation, yeah. and I think for me it's really important um, to put that in. Because yeah. my mother was a Windrush generation. She worked in the NHS for many years. She was a, a lab technician in in, in King's College Hospital. Mm. So I think it's really important that it's not just about my life and everything about sauce and all that. There is a bit of history as well yeah. too in the movie. I can yeah. see this as a live show as well. I can see this the West well, with End. With the reggae End or a West Broadway End. musical. Yes. I can see this, Levi, on, someone playing you Charlie on wants to be in it. I know, he also wants 10% of the movie. I'm saying the idea on radio so everyone <laughs> yeah. knows it was mine. Has he got a title yet, Levi? Well, it's, uh, Reggae Reggae is the, is the oh, writing, right. has been the okay. writing title, and I think it's rightfully so. It, it could be Levi Roots as well, too, but I think yeah. when you say reggae, it stirs up you know, different aspects of music yeah. and takes you, you know, away from it's just about me. Because it's not just about me. It is about UK culture as well, too. Yeah. Wow, fantastic. Brilliant. And uh, so you're saying off Friday? Yeah, I'm, I fly out on Friday and uh, to, to meet the actor. He's yeah. flying in from Hollywood. And it's just be brilliant to wow. be out in Jamaica to show him around where I'm from so he starts to get to be me in some sort of way right. um, and take on the role. So it begins now. So the journey, is the, I've been talking about it for the past four years or so. Yeah. But yeah. I think now it really begins. We've done well really get it. But it takes a lot to get a film made it these does. days. And it, it takes does. a long time. Well, the script has been written about a hundred times since we started four or five years ago. Yeah. It, it's been rewritten and rewritten again. Too, mm. But I think it's in, it's in a perfect You haven't got a little camera. You're not going to kind of walk across yeah, the yeah, beach surely. in the background. I, I, oh, it's got to be done, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Absolutely. It's got to be done. <laughs> and yeah, are. Charlie mentioned you are an Arsenal fan. Why Arsenal I am. then? Living in what? South London. Yeah. Well, they're a South London They're a South London, they're a South London, South London, London club, Absolutely. aren't they? Yeah, it's a club. Get back Absolutely. To and I remember when Ian Wright first signed for Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. um, I was having a kick around with him <clears throat> and his Palace friend just as when he had signed. Um, I think it was it was nine, 1990 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yeah and, and he, he, I said to him that, Ian, we need you. Yeah. And Ian joined Arsenal and he's been my favourite player oh, ever wow. since. Oh, yeah. great story. Yeah, but, uh, but when you talk about what we're talking about now, about, you know, the Green Project, yes. Green Football, yeah. I think Arsenal has been a fantastic team that really, you know, supports these type of things. Like they just did the knife crime thing recently. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's what I'm talking about when I say football has the ability to change lives yeah. Commun- and to get involved with something. Yeah, yeah, in particular, yeah. certain teams, and Arsenal is one of them as well. Well, Liam, I love yeah. it to see you. We wish you well with the film. And uh, go and check out mm-hmm. Green Football Weekend. If yep. you just put that into Google, all the information will be there and how you, how you can play your part. But, yeah, we, so we, hopefully you can get us some tickets for the premiere when it comes out. Yeah, that'd be nice. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Good But you're see. not getting that temper. I'll introduce you to the right people. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Levi. Thanks Cheers, very much. Thank Levi Roots there. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. And uh, we were telling you earlier on about the referee who did the Senegal Ivory Coast game last night. Did miss what looked a pretty clear penalty. <laughs> but VAR got him out of jail. It's our old mate from Gabon. It is Pierre Achu. Yes, bless Poor you. Poor Mr. Exactly. 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 You can't help yourself. Poor Pierre every time. Uh, surname, sir. Um, we had a couple of good examples of that. Where was the one? Uh, was it? Was it oh, I've got so many coming. Oh, here it is. Did you do this one, Charlie? I knew someone called Peter Wan. W-A-N. I didn't do it. Whenever, I told you it. Yes, whenever he had a reservation booked at a restaurant, they'd say, a table for one, and they'd like to have about five or six of them standing. <laughs> and that's W-A-N. You'd have to say every time. Your whole time. life. Yeah, you spend your whole life. It's just, you know, some of those names that always elicit the same response. Um, I'm a blind fitter, says Barry from Taunton, and I've lost count the amount of times I've... I'm a, you know, he fits blind. He fits blind, yeah. I turn up and say, oh, where's your guide yeah, dog? Yeah, do you, you, you think it's true? Yeah, I don't know. I don't people, know. Some people sending in stuff, I think they're trying to some catch us out. Some of them. Trying to catch us out. Miss Tickle, we're not having that. No. <laughs> we're not having that. That not certainly that, wasn't no. her first name. I don't think that was her first name. I agree with you. Um, Hi, yes. boys. My name's John Pike. I always get, don't tell him your name. Oh, okay. Oh, you stupid yeah. boy. I mean, it yeah. always elicits the same response and people are surprised that you've kind of heard it before. Poor old Michael Jackson has been in touch. <laughs> he says, I've had a lifetime of people shouting, Shamon at me all the time. <laughs> what a nightmare. Yeah. Certainly Mark. in the GP surgery and your name flashes up on the next <laughs> patient display. It comes up and everybody looks at it. He, must, he said it's... Oh, yeah. I mean, Crossed what bear. a thriller. This is sort of how, it's how, it's how Andy writes the jokes for the birthday spread on yeah. a Thursday. Isn't yeah, it? I think it is. Simon in Norfolk says, my surname is Chick. I'm 52, and people still don't think I've heard them all. Okay. Well, yeah, well, we are finding it is a bit of a, a common occurrence. Stuart, yeah. Stuart Spelling has been in touch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my name is Spelling. Obviously, every time I ask for my surname, I get the same question back. And how do you spell that? <laughs> 
What a nightmare. Poor bloke. There we are. Uh, I was asking for annoying players after Torgy played uh, Worthing on Saturday. I mean, I've seen the... Sort of got torn apart by a player called Cashman, but he was annoying. If he is a listener, I do apologise. He was was annoying. But, you know, he annoyed you because he was so good. He plays for Worthing. He was giving it the old shush and the old... And he does like the... The, yeah, the, the notes, notes on the flat of the hand and, and he's sort of like giving the score when they were winning you know that sort of yeah. stuff we, we were giving stuff back yeah. I will say that yeah I've, know, I've stood I've stood with the Torquay fans behind <laughs> the Boreham Wood goalkeeper who seemed like a yeah. lovely lad and a very good goalkeeper yeah and he was getting absolutely dogs yeah. abuse from some of your ailed up me, let compatriots me, my favourite one at the moment is uh, the keepers are really young for some reason yeah. in, in the National League South they're really really young or really really old but if they're really really young the favourite thing to shout is good luck in your GCSEs really? yeah that's my favourite thing do they it? like that not, but mm-hmm. the Chelmsford City uh, keeper before Christmas yeah. was not not that happy about it but then they beat us as well the trouble is at the moment when you're giving it a bit we get beaten. You're have to we take, get, we yeah. get beaten quite a lot at the moment. You don't, so want to be, you don't want to be dishing out if there's a pretty good chance you're going to get beaten. Exactly. This is the problem. You can't give him anything. Don't give him anything because he'll score in a minute. Yes. That's what, anyway, that's what happened with Cashman on Saturday. He did score two goals. Uh, Pesky Salido. Paul, people didn't like him. Paul Pesky Salido was the one for me. Didn't matter who he played for. Her. He always scored against Forrest. The Pesky. That was Mick yeah, in okay, Nottingham. There we yeah. are. Who, there are, there are players who were your who... annoying players? They're normally little, aren't they? Yeah. Tiny little players turn up. They generally up score against you, don't they? Yeah, they in and out, aren't they? All they're quite the leery. They give, uh, they, <laughs> leery. They give you a send-off, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I, I just, you know, I don't like them. Yeah. I don't like them. Can I read that one from Matt? I've not read it. The producer's put it up, but, you know, he, well, if he's put he, it he up, doesn't care. He doesn't. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was playing Saturday morning football. My local team was a goalkeeper. I'm reading this blind. Okay. Uh, we were playing a team that had a gobby little striker who knew all the dirty tricks. Oh, yeah. He was obviously told to get under my skin, treading on my side 12s at the corners, getting in my ear and generally winding me up, of which it worked, he said. He broke through with a one-on-one, um, rounded me up and popped it in the net. I was on the floor feeling gutted. Next thing I knew, he's picked the ball out of the net, ran past me and bounced the ball on my head. <laughs> oh, that is prime <laughs> S-housery, isn't too it? Much. That's too much. I lost my stuff, fronted him up, booted him and got sent off. Job done, <laughs> There we are. he did his job, didn't he? <laughs> he absolutely did his job. Yeah. Hawkenbury FC. Oh, there we are. I've, lost, I've lost count of the ni- number of times I've heard beam me up. I'm sure oh. you can guess my name, poor yes. Scotty there. Yeah, yeah. poor uh, lad. Poor, good mate of mine is called Michael Kane. Oh, no, say that. <laughs> what, a, must, what a nightmare. Only supposed to blow the... Yeah. You're gonna, yeah, every yeah, time are. you're going to get the same responses, aren't you? <laughs> poor old referee at you. Yeah, it fills into the same bracket. We've got um, Sam Avery coming on later, isn't he? And he is, and he is joining us from having a, a vasectomy this morning. I know. It feels quite a. I mean, because a bit above and you beyond. You said to me, I said it could be good to get Sam on to talk Everton. Then you sent me a message saying he was having this operation, having, and, yeah. and I thought, well, okay, fine, he'll want to rest yeah. up. But then the, we came in, and our assistant producer, no, he's coming on. So, I mean, yeah. it's it, it obviously a, a quality job. He said on Facebook, bearing, bearing in mind he's a massive Everton fan, yeah. he, said it, he said he can't see the point in trying to populate the world when Klopp won't be at Liverpool anymore. <laughs> As I, there was so, some level of irony a little bit of bit in of, that, you know. A bit of bitterness in there. But, they, but they, I went to it. I went to, I asked, for, I haven't had one done yet, Paul, okay. but it'll come, it'll happen. Yeah. Um, I asked once if I could have it done, the doctor, yeah. and they said, uh, they said, oh, sorry, we don't do that in Oxfordshire on the, on the national health. Really? We don't, we, we, we can't do that for you, you know. And I said, "All right, well, how much is it?" And they said, "Well, we don't really know." I said, 
Uh, I said, what is it, five, six hundred pounds? And they went, well, ballpark figure. And I went, I went <laughs> ballpark? <laughs> nothing. And the doctor, gave, not... the doctor gave me nothing. Is that the name of the hospital where they do it? <laughs> that's well, the name, do it, of course. The doctor gave you nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. Oh, that's nothing at all. I've probably heard it yeah, a million pro- times They probably before. have. It probably is in the Pierre Atu envelope, I would imagine. I can probably imagine. Falls under yeah, there. yeah, we are. So, yeah, um, we'll be chatting to Sam Avery a little bit uh, later on, talking a bit of Everton, head of their game... Uh, this evening and uh, Andy Goldstein and Jason Cundy will be alongside oh, nice. that's good nice. news for um, fans who lose this evening because oh, yeah. whoever gets beat this evening would have got the fall as anyone's seen yeah. so you were spared that unless You're Jermaine Pennant it. is going to step up might take and suddenly it give it or Jamie O'Hara give it maybe he gives them lessons give it the fall as anyone's seen uh, yeah. Treatment. Pennant should still be playing. Yeah. Should still be playing. He was amazing in that talk sport game. He was absolutely it. amazing. Yeah, he was good. He was good. Anyway, um, we're going to find out a bit more about this new mascot that Hull FC have. They have a new sponsor, and off the back of it, their their new mascot for the forthcoming season, which we'll also discuss, is a radiator. I mean, mm. we had the boiler at West Brom yeah. we, a couple of years ago that they had the boiler mascot. Yeah. And uh, this is a radiator, and they're looking for a name. We've had some suggestions from the TalkSport listeners, okay. which we will run past the uh, CEO, James Clark, very shortly, and talk about other things as well. So stick around for that. If you suggested them, or you can get a few late entries, it's a radiator. They yeah. like a bit what of alliteration in the world of mascots. Remember that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. We enter the world of rugby league, the new oh, Super yeah. League uh, season, only a couple of weeks away now. Very much looking forward to that. And in readiness for that, Hull FC, Adrian Durham's uh, team, mm-hmm. he supports our very own, um, have, have unveiled a new mascot. It's part of a new sponsorship deal with the heating firm EcoStrad, and it's a radiator. Oh, very nice. And they're asking uh, the great British public uh, and their fans, of course, to to try and come up with a name. Yeah, I think someone has absolutely smashed it as well. well I can't see. I can't say see there being a better one. Well. Let's find out. Let's have a chat now to uh, the CEO of Hull FC, James Clark. Good afternoon, Hello, James. James. Afternoon, gents. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah we're well. good. So, how's it been going so far? Have your have the fans of the club been getting in touch, coming up with ideas? <laughs> They've certainly been getting in touch. Uh, that's quite clear. Fans from every club, I think, mm. have been getting in touch. Um, we, we, we look. We try and have a bit of fun when we can, uh, particularly when it comes to working with our our partners and uh, particularly fan engagement for us is a big, big aspect of what we do at the club. And we thought we could have a bit of fun with it. Uh, And it was an idea that probably started small and ran out of control very quickly. Uh, And it's probably, as you guys are going to allude to, it's it's got shades of Boilerman, hasn't it, at West Brom? Yes. Uh, We did warn EcoStrad, uh, who have been terrific to work with. Like, they've really bought into every aspect of the club and sort of immersed themselves in it. And I remember sitting in a meeting in the summer when we muted this idea of a mascot and did try and warn them it had the potential to go viral. Uh, Probably didn't realise quite how big it has gone. Um, (laughs) But it's been tremendous. The response, good and bad, has been excellent and has has helped put them on the map and us, I guess. Well, let's give you some we've had so far from the listeners. uh, There's quite a lot of call for radiator, radiator face. Yeah, Yeah, we've had that a few times. Yeah, I can imagine, yeah. Um, that isn't the one. No, that isn't the one. Um, we had uh, Rad Hull, which is from <laughs> Albert in Croydon. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Sure. Um, uh, Hetty the Heater, 
says, uh, mm. gone just down, straight down the alliteration route. Is it a heater, though? Richard yeah, I suppose it is. Whitby. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose so, it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, what other ones do we have? Let's have a look. Um, had some right at the top. Uh, you need... to sit through the clean ones. We are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's quite a lot we can't read out. Anita yeah, yeah. the heater from uh, Mapesy in Livington. Yeah. Not sure about that. Uh, Rodney Hotter. <laughs> I quite like that. Yeah. Dale from Cove. But we think we've yeah. got it, James. We think it works. Go on. Um, Hull's favourite son. Um, yeah, what about this? Where's it gone? You're not going to say Adrian Durham again, are you? No, no I'm no, not. No, 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 no. We can't call it Adrian Durham. That's a bit on the nose, <laughs> isn't it? Well, this is it. It's from Neil in Waltham Abbey. He Go says, on, Paul Heaton. Paul Heaton, as in Paul Heaton from the beautiful... Yeah, beautiful well, yeah, 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 I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the better it? ones we've had, actually. Thanks it'd be called Paul, wouldn't it? Paul, yeah, yeah. Say, Paul Heaton. Paul Heaton. <laughs> Although he's a, blade, like he's a blade, he's a blade. I don't know who does he support. Does he support a rugby league team? I know he's a I've Sheffield United to, fan. So I've tried to invite Paul several times to come down yeah. to a game. Yeah, so well, this is the way. This is the way to but get him. Well, maybe that's it. We 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 name a radiator after him. Yeah. That, that could well be the answer. Paul Heaton, then you have lots of little ones next to him. Thermos, lots of little thermostats next to yeah, Jennifer, right. Alison, Philippa, Sue, yeah, Deborah, Annabelle, too. <laughs> they're all coming in after him. Very good. I can see a the theme taking. The marketing team are driving in a car right now. I know exactly where they are yeah. and they're scribbling all these They've ideas. They've pulled over into yeah. the hard shoulder yeah. and they're writing all these down. Paul Heaton's perfect. Absolutely perfect. So thank you. To Neil, we'll send him a we'll send him a couple of tickets. Free radiator, oh, beautiful. Yeah. Waltham Abbey. Ooh, it, it, it's a bit of a chat, but he'll enjoy. I'm sure he'll enjoy oh, yeah, the game if he's not out. been yeah. before. Um, of course, you did have uh, Lee Radford. I just wonder if he ever got oh, called yeah. Raddy because he could be Raddy well, the radiator. Funnily enough, the one we keep getting put through is Radders the radiator. Yeah, oh, right. yeah, Radders. Do you stop so it, Radders. Lee. Yeah, Lee's, yeah. I did text Lee uh, about it at the weekend. I can't actually repeat what he said to me uh, <laughs> on the radio. Um, but he did enjoy it all the same. <laughs> that would be good if they name a radiator. I think you have a picture taken with a... Re- Lee, over here, just have the picture taken with your radiator. <laughs> oh, that would love be. that, yeah. Joy to see the funny side. Yeah. So has, I mean, it's, hmm. it's been really good hour. And I mean, the, the, the noise and the ideas and the creatives that have come up with... And to be fair to Ecostrad, I mean, their numbers, and this is the beauty of viral marketing, isn't it? Yeah. Their numbers have gone through the roof. I mean, 170% uplifting social traffic and i think we've now had over half a million social engagements through our own channel so it shows that you know you can capture the imagination a little bit and have a bit of fun with these things and uh, that's why we're on here talking to you about yeah. it great who who uh who will be inside me you may not be able to reveal it but have you got someone to wear the suit uh, yeah. uh, we do we we have something in mind we have opened that up as well by the way oh, we've opened nice. the door to people to apply um, but there is a long-standing tradition as part of staff initiations at Hull FC that the youngest member of the marketing team has to take that on. Oh. Uh, and we know we've not seen him for about a week, so um, that probably sums up the mood he's in about. Yeah. <laughs> and you have existing mascots, of course, don't you? Oh, they're, wow. they're not going to be they'll, sidelined. They'll, they'll be they'll be furious. Furious. This, is, this is adding to the roster, is it? Well, early in Ger- so we started with Early Bird, infamously. Um, oh, yeah. Bird now has a, a, a compatriot called Girly Bird. Yeah. Uh, and we are at pains to state that they have not been replaced. That was the initial reaction we got. And we have not replaced the two famous mascots. But we do like your idea of expanding the family. So perhaps we yeah. could adopt a radiator and then and then spread it out into the, the, the wider family demographic. For 50, for 50p a week, you can adopt yeah. a radiator. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, season, as we said, almost upon us. And it, it, it kicks off with a derby, you versus Hull KR. Wow. It does, yeah, huge game. I mean, obviously a big game in our part of the world anyway, mm. but as a as a spectacle for, for the start of the season, um, there's nothing better really. I mean, for the guys listening to this that aren't as familiar with, 
with rugby league, and you know we'd urge them to listen to your commentary, of course. On, yeah, on I think we I think we're doing your game, Mark's doing doing your game right. first yeah. off. Yeah, Paul Cook, and a man got, who played for both, of course, I'd be alongside him. Who knows it very well, yeah. and uh, he understands that rivalry. But as an event, I mean, it's it's got shades of uh, the old firm and and Liverpool Everton. You know, it's a proper city rivalry. It splits yeah. families. People don't talk for a week. Um, we've had some some pretty tasty contests in recent times as well. Um, so there's a lot riding on it. But as a launch event for the new season, I mean, the season's been set up really well, mm. to be fair. You know, you mentioned your commentary. We've got the new deal with Sky. Uh, every match this year is going to be broadcast live for the first time, either through Sky Sports or through the new streaming platform, Super mm. League. I think that's fantastic for fans to have that that open access. Some great players coming over as well. I mean, um, uh, it's interesting how Matt Moylan might go up at, at Lee. Uh, we signed Big Herman SASA. Tarek Sims has gone over into Catalans. Luke Thompson coming back from the NRL. Um, but like, like you say, that that first for me, especially as a whole lad, that that first game of Derby when it's a, a packed house, you can't hear yourself think raucous atmosphere. And the bit you get from rugby league is those two teams going hammer and tongs. You don't feel that in football. Whilst the fans might be giving it their absolute best in rugby league, you've got two teams. Let's be frank, going out there to hurt each other. Uh, and that is a, it's, it just creates such a, a dramatic thing to watch. And if people haven't had the opportunity to watch on telly or listen through their head, or better still, like Neil's going to do, hopefully, drive up and, uh, mm. and come watch. It is a, a bit of a tick in the life box. And you've only got to speak to, to your man, Adrian, or, or Cookie, and they'll tell you it's, um, it's a pretty special occasion. And to have that as the launch pad for, for the new season, I think it's fantastic. And it, and it will be a full house the way it's going with the fireworks and the flames and two teams really going at it. It's, uh, it's mouthwatering. And that's on the, the 15th of February, that one. Uh, that's the it first is. game of the season. Just very quickly, I know you're you're doing something this year at the club to mark the passing of the great Steve Prescott. Um, and yeah, tell us a bit more about that, James. Yeah, um, yeah, nice touch. Thanks for asking about that. We, we, we've got a close affinity with Steve, um, who many will remember, uh, not just as a rugby league player, but his, his unbelievable fundraising efforts. Uh, he was diagnosed with... Um, a very rare form of uh, stomach cancer uh, and was not given too long to live and actually lived on for many years fighting very, very uh, difficult challenges himself personally, but used that motivation to raise a significant amount of money for charity through the Steve Prescott Foundation, which is just about to surpass £2 million. Um, so they've done an unbelievable job. Now, Steve sadly passed away in November, just gone, marked 10 years since he passed away, but it also marked 25 years since he signed for the club. So we felt it was probably right to do something to try and remember Steve and keep that legacy alive. Um, so Lindsay's wife came up to the stadium last week and we launched a, a new captain's run jersey and a new match day warm-up top where every time our players go out there this year, they'll be carrying Steve's name and hopefully that can be a, an extra bit of motivation uh, for them. And um, and I'm having spoken to Lindsay, um, his two sons, Taylor and Kobe, who deserve a special mention, uh, two of the nicest young men you'll ever meet and they've kind of picked up the baton where Steve left off. So they're carrying on doing the challenges. They've got some big challenges they're about to announce this year, one of which includes doing the London Marathon. Um, so hopefully by shining a bit of light on the, the foundation and remembering Steve as we are, we can hopefully help them raise uh, a lot more money for charity and pay tribute to uh, to one of Super League's best ever players, who, of course, the Man of Steel Award is yeah. now obviously named after Steve. So um, hopefully that's um, a nice touch for Lindsay and the family and can help them make a bit more money this year. Brilliant. Good to talk to you, James. We look forward to the start of the season. And uh, we look forward to... When, when's the unveiling? When are you going to make a decision on, on the name of the mascot? 
within the next couple of weeks. So we might have okay. to get you two guys to maybe publicly announce it. For oh, us. Yeah. we'd love we'd love the exclusive. Oh, Neil from Alton <laughs> Abbey. He said he's from Hull and he'll take his dad next time he's up. So oh, you know, he's going to hold you to those tickets. I think that's beautiful. It's all, it's all come together. No problem. We'll get <laughs> um, that sorted and we'll let you have the exclusive. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Plenty of Premier League football for you tonight. Adrian Durham around the grounds. Keep you in touch with those and um, staggered kickoffs, of course. Okay, with the. Game's being shown on TV, I think on uh, TNT. Aren't yeah, they? there's a seven thirty kickoff. Yeah, I think we're the, yeah, we've yeah. we were the eight fifteen okay. the other week. Was it the Chelsea game? I can't remember. Anyway, we were the eight fifteen. That's late home. Oh man, yeah, that's it's too late home. Seven thirty brings it all back. When I was a kid, all evening kickoffs were seven thirty, oh, really? and they yeah. kind of got pushed to seven forty-five, and ultimately eight for telly and eight fifteen for telly again. But uh, a midnight seven, kickoff, seven thirty. It's kind of suits us. Yeah. I mean, I just get you home at a decent time. I'm quite looking forward to it. You know, I've always said they should have an, um, a midweek, midweek just in the day game for the unemployed and people just at home, self-employed people really? who, who work in the evening. You know what happened though? People complain that they've taken Father Brown off or Tipping Point. Yeah, they'd be, <laughs> my mum wouldn't be happy with that. Yeah, Antiques Roadshow or something. Yeah. Not Antiques Roadshow, Celebrity Antiques Hunt. She would be happy with that. Would she? I'd like to go on that if the producers are listening. What's that? You want to go? You're, Celebr- issuing, a, you're Cele- issuing a come and get me, yeah, please. Me, me, me v you, Paul Preps, on Celebrity Antiques Hunt. Okay. Well, we we're about the level of what they get on there. <laughs> so we're a team each and we go out and we, yeah, we, we and, buy yeah, antiques. Antiques, yeah, yeah, against each other. Okay. Good fun. In a, in a vintage car. Oh, I've, oh, yes, I've seen yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good fun, it. wouldn't it? It's a good fun show. Yeah. If, they, if the producers are listening. Okay, yeah. Come and get me, please. Come and get me, please. Also, I'd like to be on. Uh, Strictly Come Dancing. Oh, okay. That might be that might be a slightly tougher booking. So, okay. okay. Well, let's, uh, it's a year today that Sean Dyche took over at Everton. Oh, lovely. Um, they go to Fulham this evening. Did you think he'd last a year, Paul? Yeah, I thought we'd do a very good yeah. job. I mean, he's been pretty hamstrung by a whole lot of things. Some of them on the pitch, some of them not. Um, but look, don't ask me. Ask an Evertonian. Uh, Sam Avery, comedian and Evertonian, joins us now. Good afternoon, Sam. Good afternoon, fellas. Let's deal with the elephant in the room, although yeah, that isn't the well. case at the moment. The um, You had a procedure earlier on today, I understand. Is that right? I did, yeah. And, I, I had the, uh, the very masculine, manly choice to just... Uh, well, basically, I went into the hospital and I said, can you make me less potent than the Everton attack, please? <laughs> <laughs> and they said, we, you, you are already sick. So... Yeah. Um, it was, it was, it, I mean, it was all right. I was dreading it, to be honest, but I thought yeah. it was the right thing to do for, you know, the right decision for me and my family. The guy next to me, who I got chatting to, mm-hmm. was, uh, he said, oh, what do you do? I said, oh, I'm a comedian. And I said, so what do you do? He said, oh, I'm a meatloaf impersonator. <laughs> and I was like, that's amazing. Actually, he wasn't, he wasn't in the gear. Yeah. <laughs> it done. So he would do anything for love and he would exactly. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so I started to make that joke and he went, yeah, everyone says that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's got to be a bit in this. If not a show, yeah. there's definitely a bit, I would think, isn't there? Uh, this, I mean, you've, you're a bit, were you sitting there as they were doing it, writing stuff down? I, well, I did make a few notes on my phone, actually. A lot of yeah. them aren't suitable for daytime yeah. radio. But <laughs> I, I mean, I love the fact we're talking about this on a national radio station about well, my procedure. Well, it's all right. It, it, it happens. Lots of men listen. They have to get it done, you know, yeah. so that's just the way it goes. Yeah, I had mine. I had, someone... I, had a, quite a, I had a doctor who it was a bit of a... Thought he was a bit of a wag, oh, really. Did he? Oh, he he had jokes, did he? He was. He played for Oxford City when oh, he'd been yeah. a student at Oxford and played non-league football. So he was quite interested in what I did. So then he got talking about football, 
And he didn't say who he supported. I thought halfway through, he was going to say, I'm a, who would you support? I'm a big Arsenal oh, fan. Oh, lovely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's oh, thanks a lot, yeah, yeah. But we never got, we didn't get into that. Anyway, let's talk about Sean Dyche. Yes. Um, and yet a year on, how do you look upon the first year? How do you look at what, what you, maybe, she, I mean, Mark's out of 10 might be pushing it a bit, but has he done better, Sam, or or worse than you, you imagined? I don't want to give him marks out of 10 because the Premier League might take them straight back off us. <laughs> um, but I, th- I think he's done miracles, really. Mm. He's made miracles. I think the last few weeks have been have been tough. I think he's still got areas he can improve in. He's not a perfect manager. I think he's a really good manager for Everton at this moment. Just looking at our away record ahead of tonight, I think only Man City and Liverpool have won more away games this season. The unfortunate thing for Everton is they all came in like a, a three-week window where we just battered everyone away. Yeah. And then just after the points deduction, that was. so. He, but I think he understands the club. He's, he's stability. I mean, a year is not a long time for a football manager nowadays, but for, for an Everton manager, I mean, to, to put it into context, I've got a, a joke that was probably one of the funniest jokes I had in my show, mm. which was all about um, it was all about the, the 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 amount of prime ministers we've had and the amount of Everton managers that have been, mm. and and the joke has gradually stopped working <laughs> because it doesn't quite make sense anymore. No, which yeah, is disappointing sure. from a comedian point of view, but from an Everton fan's point of view, I thought, well, that's that's progress, isn't it? Yeah. That joke's yeah. getting stared at now. You have to so, start saying Watford instead. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I could change my whole personality around <laughs> just getting this bit away. Yeah. But I, f- I think in that year, he's he's coming to a club that's still pretty much a, a bit of a mess behind the scenes. You know, mm. the new owners looking to take over and all the kind of upheaval there. But I think he's really sort of he steadied the ship initially, and and he's he's added it. You know, a, we've not been able to sign many players, but the players he has brought in have contributed. I think he's got to Corey playing in the in the place that the previous manager wasn't. And I think you look at the stats again, that when Decore not playing, we don't win. When he's playing, we tend to mm. we tend to get the points. And he's not playing tonight, is he? Well, I I saw on Twitter before a picture that he posted of him wearing his kit. Oh. So what, what that means is is anyone's business. But yeah. <laughs> you'd imagine that suggests he might be in the frame for tonight because mm. I feel like when he plays, I, it's hard to really pinpoint what what an effect he has, but he just makes everyone else, he makes the system work. He's kind of the key that unlocks the system. And he, he's just, his energy and his effort, and he's just, because the Everton squad is just so thin, isn't it? It's like, the, there's a piece of my carpet at the top of the stairs, and I've been looking <laughs> at it for about eight years now, thinking we need a new carpet, but there's only this one bit that's kind of threadbare, but now it's spreading down the rest of the stairs. <laughs> and that's kind of the Everton squad. Mm. It's just, not just it's threadbare, it's the fact that because players are just getting played Till they are in the red zone, as they say. They, yeah. You know, we're picking up lots of injuries now. In many ways, you can't really moan about Sean Dyche, can you? Because he has done a pretty good job, but also they've taken points off him, all those things. So it's completely out of his hands. Well, without the 10 points, I mean, I'm sure you look at it all the time, and you probably use that phrase without the 10 points. Yeah, yeah. Um, you look at your place in the league, um, it's a very different story. And look, I, I, as Martin Lipton, who's been looking into this, tells us that, you know, Everton d- did say, yeah, OK, we broke the rules. There will be some kind of points deduction, whether it's reduced on appeal. That's about as good as it's going to get. There will be some punishment. It may not be as much as 10, though, ultimately. We'll find out next month. Yeah, definitely. And if I mean, it's I suppose the, the bandwidth of me, of me, you know, attention that we all have as football fans. I mean, you... 
what well, you want to follow your team and you want to follow like the obviously the first team, you want to look at like the reserve team, you want to look at the under 21s and you want to, you know, read about the new stadium. And instead, I'm all my brain is taken up with this second deduction and this first deduction and the appeal process and then yeah. the Premier League leaking information, leaking bits of information and not being very truthful about other bits of information, yet maintaining that they're transparent about everything, which feels like a bit of a slap in the face for everyone, really. So, um, with, with the point, we will be above Fulham, and I think that's what the team have to go into games like yeah. this, thinking we are statistically this season better than the team we're facing, mm. albeit with a reduced squad as we go into the game tonight. But it should give you a certain amount of confidence that we can go to places like Craven Cottage and pick up points, although yeah. we've, we've had a poor record there. These are the kind of teams that we can beat, so it's just kind of, yeah, making sure the players know that. Yeah. Um, you've got some gigs coming up. Um, I see, and uh, you're, I'll tell you, Friday the 2nd, you're in Ormskirk, it's sold out, and that, of course, now is home of Tom Hartley, the fine England bowler. We chatted to oh, the yeah. cricket club yesterday, he played at their, their cricket club, and he's an Evertonian. Did you know that, uh, the, the new it's star huge. of England spin bowling? I, did, I didn't know he was an Evertonian. Yeah. I didn't even know he was from Ormskirk until mm. Sunday after the cricket game, because I was just, I was all over that match. It was just phenomenal yeah. sport, and then Obviously, his performance, and then oh, he's always oh, from Ormskirk. Oh, I didn't know he was an Everton fan. So, yeah, I mean, it's sold out. But Tom, if you're listening, wow, yeah. I think I think he'll be. Hopefully, I think he'll be. I might not be by Sunday. Friday, is I mean, it, where is it? The chance <laughs> of him flying back? No, no, it's, it's Friday. It's oh, the first Friday, day. Okay. So yeah, I, think yeah, yeah. I think he's going to keep his we'll place. Then. But you've got uh-huh. you're playing. I see you're all around the country throughout February, including the yeah. beautiful Leeds City varieties you're playing on Saturday the 10th. Lovely theatre. And it's about having kids in it, so you've done that bit in now. Yes. After the day. <laughs> That's it, you're going to have to. I've done that bit. There's also a bit I've got about how hard it is to get a vasectomy, but I've been all over social media saying, I've just had a vasectomy, so I might need to rethink <laughs> that bit as well. Because so will, just... you be add- will you be adding the, uh, the new material from today? I, I don't, I, I mean, I'm going to have to mention, so you've got to be current, haven't you? You've got to yep. be honest. I suppose yep. like the, the bit, I just remember trying to get this procedure and phoning up the doctors thinking they'd give me a date. And, and he said, like, so he starts asking me about me, me life and me goals and ambitions. And I just said to him, mate, it's half term. I've got two kids and they're doing me. Editing, doing the <laughs> uh, good to talk to you, Sam. Enjoy Thanks, the game Sam. tonight. Thanks a lot. Thanks, fellas. Nice one. SamAveryComedy.com. All the dates if you want to see Sam. He's in Southend, Ormskirk, Shrewsbury, Crawley, Leeds, Colchester, Birmingham, Belfast. And beyond. Yeah, funny man. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Valve Dunican, Leon the Sparky. Yeah, I think um, we spoke earlier on about the Hull FC in the world of rugby league radiator. A new sponsor has got a radiator mascot to Mm. add to their list of uh, mascots. And um, we've we've had some very good suggestions. Neil in Waltham Abbey was the one that that took the notice of the uh, CEO of the club, James Clark. And that was Paul Paul Heat on. Paul Heat on, of course, for a radio. Paul Heaton. I like it. Brown son of Hull, part of the House Martins. Yeah. And the beautiful South. So that was a good one. They like that. And they're very kind of um, the guys to invite Neil up to uh, to watch a game. Well, I mean, yeah, they've offered him free tickets, haven't they? I don't think there was anything else. I don't think think they said travel. I don't think they said hotel. Let's not get. No, they've offered him a couple of tickets. A couple of tickets. They're They're not not flying him up there. (laughs) Yeah, don't get carried away. I don't think Neil felt that for a minute. Neil was expecting slap up lunch, yeah. full first class travel. About half an hour ago, Charlie issued a come and get me plea to Celebrity Antique Hunt. Yes, I thought we'd be good on it. And Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah, I can't tell you in the last half hour, we've had no reaction from either <laughs> programme. Well, I wasn't expecting it in half an hour. Celebrity Antique Hunt's really good. 
it looks like a good, a good trip round. In a, in a kind of vintage yeah, a car. vintage car, you know. But they always just end The up. thing is, Charlie, I mean, you're yeah. such a bad loser, as you prove every <laughs> Thursday afternoon at I, 4 I really, o'clock. I rarely lose. A, you are a, the, one of the listeners was right. You're a bad winner and you're a bad loser. <laughs> Only on the birthday When you win it, eh, get it in your eat face. It, eat, eat it. it sorry. Eat it, sorry. Eat it. And then yeah. when you lose, you you know, you sulk. So I'm not sure having you on telly doing... I don't think I sulk, Paul. I take it very, very well. Don't I don't you, know what... I mean, I've even, been, I've, even strictly, I mean, as soon as, you know... Oh, I'd win, though, so it'd be fine. But one of the judges said something negative. You might, yeah. you might start being. Yeah, a bit... well, you're a rubbish dancer. I just say that. <laughs> back. Just say that back. <laughs> yeah. Well, you look fat in sequins too. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think you could be quite just high. Just say that back. You no? could be quite high no, risk, Charlie, that. in that in that environment. Yeah, so, Anton. Yeah, well, see, see, Anton. De, like Anton de thick, more like. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So I think that's I think you've done you've done for yourself oh, there, Charlie. I've the done myself in. You're not oh, going to well. get it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That Lovely. was this afternoon show. We reconvene tomorrow, myself and Andy. You're back on Thursday. Back on Thursday, Paul. Looking forward to it. Yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, thank you, Charlie. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you can join us from one tomorrow, great. If not, podcast is always. Available around four. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.